we are getting set up, we would like to say that um, we are going live using StreamYard. And we ask that you would um, click, just click the link if you see it. I hope you see it. And allow, allow your name to be um, displayed as you comment. So again, welcome to Life More Abundantly Talk Show Podcast. Um, today, our topic will be mental health and wellness. So today we're going to talk about some of the challenges and the battles that we as the people endure in our mind, also in our spirit, and even some of the things that linger in our in our families. Um, we've all heard the um, the the, the uh, topic or the statement, the phrase bloodline curses, and I do believe that there are certain um, spirits and issues that plague bloodlines so today we're going to just talk about those things as a way of exposing and also we're going to most of all talk about how we can overcome especially by the power and the word of God so right now I'm going to open up with a word of prayer Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, as I come before you, to, as we come before you today, oh God, we thank you and we praise you for this is the day that you have made. We shall be glad and rejoice in it, oh God. Lord, as we, oh God, prepare to talk about the statement that you have laid upon, the, the topic that you have laid upon our heart. Lord, we pray, oh God, that you would allow your anointing, your power to rest, rule, and abide on us today, oh God, that you would speak your word through us in the name of Jesus. Most of all, God, we pray for, un for divine understanding on today. We pray for divine healing and deliverance, oh God, and we pray, God, for, the for confidence for your people today to know that they can overcome by your power and by your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So we also want to say that as we're waiting for people to come on, but as you join us, uh, share this uh, broadcast with someone who you know may, may be dealing with this or may be struggling with this. But one of the things that I realize about um, things regarding uh, struggles and battles in the mind is that we a lot of times it's, it, we keep it secret. And the only time uh, you would ever really know that somebody is going through other than the fact that they are telling you is if they're in a full blown crisis whereas though it's evident and signs of what they're battling with mentally or internally start to show. Amen. And what about us? You know, sometimes we are okay in public, but at privately, we struggle mentally. Privately, we struggle and we, we battle the very things we appear to be in public. And sometimes we, a lot of times, we mask. So we, we, we intentionally put on a mask to be able to face people, whether it's when we go to work, when we go to church, us as leaders, when we get up before the people. And I just thank and praise God because I am one, as I have said on this platform many a times, is that I battle de depression. And it's something that I know that it is a genetic thing for me. And I'm not going to say bad on the present. I have bad old depression. And I thank God for deliverance. I thank God for healing. So I know what it's like to, to, to go through 
privately. And I also know that we cannot, this is a sensitive topic and we can't share these things with everyone. We definitely have to be led by the Lord, especially while we're still in the struggle. But the thing about this struggle that I find is that it keeps us feeling so isolated. It keeps us uh, wanting to withdraw and just not isolate anyone, not tell anyone, even times that God is prompting us to reach out for help or to reach out and talk to somebody or have somebody pray with us or whatever the case may be. And it's also a level of shame attached to mental struggles, whether it's um, when, when we battle uh, depression, when we battle anxiety, when we battle personality disorders, mood disorders, the term uh, narcissistic is just thrown around social media so much. And I think that people don't really have an understanding of what it even means. So and and the and just to be clear, it is actually a whole personality disorder. Amen. It's not just you know just something that that you do or you know. I think that when we're using these terms, we need to have the full meaning of these terms. Amen. But we do know that manipulation, it's a thing. People trying to control other people and trying to, to get over and use and abuse, we know it, it happens and it occurs more often than, than it needs to. So as we are going through these things, um, there are other things that creep in because of these things. And that's really what I want to um, to talk about and tackle today. This is this is where um, low self-esteem come in at. This is where the lack of confidence come in at. This is where, um, you know, not being able to accept and walk into the calling that God has on our life because we are struggling with feeling like we are capable to do it. Amen. Um, just always having to go through these battles in our mind, always feeling like we're not good enough, we're not strong enough, we're not this enough, we're not that enough, amen. But there is help, there is hope, and there is victory in the power and the in the word of God. I do believe, amen, y'all know I'm a therapist, amen, but I primarily um, contribute my healing and my deliverance to the the to prayer as well as the power through the word of God. Amen. I, I without that I could not have done it. I don't you know I know that's probably not everybody's testimony. That's not everybody's path, but I'm just talking about for me. And what I think about, you know, going to psychiatrists and going to therapists is very helpful, is very effective. But what I found is that us as the people of God. The enemy, he keeps coming and coming and coming and coming. Amen. And so in order for us to have to maintain healing and deliverance and maintain wholeness and wellness, we have to be armed and informed by the word of God. And we have to have connection with God through the power of prayer. That is our weapon of warfare. Our prayer is our weapon of mass destructions. Amen. For the, the Bible tells us it talks about how the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are they are they are spiritual and they are mighty and unto God through the pulling down of strongholds. And this is these are the things that we have to use in order for us to stay well, in order for us to stay healed. Amen. In order for us to, how about a lot of times even know 
know what's going on. Sometimes we have these battles, we have these struggles, and we don't even know what it is. We're indecisive. We can't we can't make up our mind about things. We have poor judgment. Our we we're, we don't have the ability to make a sound decision and to stand on the decision that we make is all kinds of chaos and dysfunction in our lives and our homes and our family. Everywhere we go is chaos, amen, because the, due to the lack of not being able to set boundaries, all because of mental struggles, all because of that. So how how do we stay well? How, how do we even get well is number one. Number one, I, I believe that awareness is key. Awareness is key. And sometimes if we don't, if we can't label or understand what we're going through, prayer is helpful for that. Also, you know, talking to a therapist, talking to a psychiatrist, uh, talking to your, your primary care physician that can point you in those directions. Because you, you cannot fight or conquer. I always say you cannot fight, conquer or overcome what you don't understand. We, we just can't do it. It's no way. So awareness, number one, is key. And then once you know what the problem is, what are you going to do about it? Let's tell you, so you have to then make a decision as to what you're going to do about it. What is your plan of attack going to be? Let's talk about, too, some more, some of the things that go on in our mind. You know, um, sometimes we, um, we deal with procrastination deal with um you know i think too that the procrastination it, it it you know it's the thing where you're constantly oh i'll do it tomorrow you keep putting off and putting off and putting off and i and, and for me i have experience where dealing with procrastination is like it's like sleeping let's take sleep for instance you'll you'll lay there knowing that you gotta hurry up and get ready to be somewhere so you so so me this is this is me Lay there until like 30 minutes before, knowing that, you know, because that, that's giving me like the urgency to hurry up and to, and to get dressed and to be able to do it in a quick manner. You know, it's like cramming, just like cramming for a test. Same thing, you know, procrastination, putting off things or waiting until the very last minute to, to do something and be, then being motivated by that urgency to get it done, to do it. That is maladaptive. That is unhealthy. And it's just not the way that we should um, conduct ourselves or proceed to do things or to get things done in an effective manner. Amen. So this is some of these are some of the struggles that that happen in our mind. Um, another one is um, intrusive and unwanted thoughts. People who battle anxiety, people who battle especially um, depression, mood, any type of mood disorder. You have like these thoughts that this feels like they invade your mind when it's time to go to sleep. It's like we, you, you sometimes can't turn your thoughts off, can't stop thinking about what needs to be done, what didn't get done, how things are going to get done, just being overwhelmed and burdened by the spirit of worry. Amen. And um, some of the other things that, that go on in our mind is uh, it's called ruminating. When we ruminate on thoughts, like maybe somebody did something to us, or maybe 
we messed up. Maybe we 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 made a mistake or we did something that we're not proud of ourselves about. And we just stay stuck on that thought. And that thought is playing in our mind like a like a tape recorder. Amen. So that's called ruminating. These are some of the, the things that we we battle with in our mind. And as I reflect on um the, the scripture of Jeremiah 29 and 11 and 11. How and a matter of fact, I'm I'm gonna yes, I'm gonna read Jeremiah 29 and 11 and I'm going to go to verse 13, and it says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then you shall call upon me, and you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. And ye shall seek me and find me when you shall search with when you shall search for me with all of your heart as i reflect on that scripture i think about when god created us when he designed us he did not have these um these internal battles and and struggles uh in mind for us he said that he 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 planned peace for us he planned an expected end something we can look forward to Amen. So he so these so when we're going through these things is not acceptable. And I'm not here to say this to you in a condemning way. This is what I want you to say to yourself. And this is the stand that I pray and decree and declare that you take is not okay. Is not acceptable. No matter how many years you've been battling with these struggles in your mind, no matter how many decades this has been going on, God has the power and you he has given you the power and authority. To finally overcome these things and to stay healed. Amen. He he did not uh, ordain. And when it talks about how he, he predestined our life, he did he, he did not predestine us to have um to, to have be tormented in our mind. He did not predestine us to be tormented in our spirit. He said that he he created us to have with peace in mind. He created us with an expected end. And I love that term expected end because when we are dealing with these struggles in our mind the feeling of hopelessness is ever present we feel like it's hopeless we feel like this is the way it'll always be because it's always been amen but i am a living testimony that the power of god is real and and for some of us it does take for you to go and be evaluated um, psychologically, it does take for you to sit down and unpack some things and process some things with a therapist because a lot of times too that's what with that's another thing that contributes to um us not having mental health and wellness it's things from our past, whether it's childhood or some at some point in adulthood that traumatized us that really hurt us and wounded us and we 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 decided not to deal with it because it was too painful or whatever the case may be but i always i say trauma is like a jack in a box 
It will pop up. We don't know when, but it's going to pop up. We cannot suppress, which means to, to stuff down or repress, which means to hold back things but for so long. Our body, our mind, our spirit is not designed like that. Amen. Why is that? I believe God did not design us like that because he knows that he has the power, amen, for us to be overcomers. That's why the word says greater is he that is in us than he who is in the world. The word tells us that we are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ because we can overcome these things. But sometimes too, we don't feel strong enough to do the work. Sometimes we don't feel um, we don't feel up to the task to go through the process. Hallelujah. Amen. But anything worth having is worth process. Anything worth having is worth preparation. Anything worth having, amen, is worth the sacrifice, amen, of saying, I need help. The sacrifice of, 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 of turning down your plate and fasting and praying. Because that's another thing. These strongholds, amen, Jesus said, these things come not but by prayer and fasting. Some things we can't just pray about. And this is definitely one of them. I believe that the end that that every spiritual, uh, every uh, mind uh, dilemma, everything that attacks our mind, everything that attacks our spirit, I believe that it is from uh, uh, is from the devil. Amen. And God bless you, everyone. Hallelujah. Who have, have commented? God bless you, uh, Pastor Greg. Amen. And Lady Lady Nicole, give my love to her. Amen. I believe that every attack on our mind, every mental health disorder, I believe that it is it's the spirit of falls under the category of the spirit of of torment. It is the spirit from the devil to keep us distracted and to ultimately destroy us um, from from the things of God from doing the will of God in our life and also to still our peace that's why the word the uh, scripture one of my favorite scripture for the thief come in John 10 and 10 says for the thief come if not but for to still kill and destroy but Jesus said I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly we don't have to stay in these places um I think about this um how me growing up I grew up around um a lot of extended family some of you may have also and um, I mean, on both sides, just grew up seeing and exposed to everyone of my extended family, parents, siblings, aunts, uncles, grandparents, everyone. And one of the things that I noticed about my family on both sides is that uh, just about all of them struggle with the and if I'm and I'm, I'm that's just being nice. Let's just say all. Let's just say all because there's no one from my family on both sides that I can um, say I didn't recognize or realize struggled with a mental, um, some type of mental disorder. You know, battled with depression, substance abuse, poverty. And the thing that, that, that saddens my heart is that they never overcame it. They never even had a mindset to believe that they could overcome it. And I just thank God for being who he is, for me to know as a child, couldn't put it in words like I can today, but I knew that it was going to be something different about my life. I knew that was not going to be my life and, and not to knock anyone in that state. It's just that, and, 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 and y'all know, I did not grow up in a Christian environment. 
I did not grow up knowing that I was going to be a Christian or anything like that. Amen. But I just knew something in me just knew that you don't have to be this way and you don't have to stay this way. And I just think and I just want to say that to y'all. Sometimes we stay stuck in these places. We give up too easy because we've seen it for so long. So we begin to think that is normal. But I rebuke that thought and that that thought, those type, that thought pattern in the name of Jesus. God has more for you. He wants more for you and you. And it's a lot more in you that he has yet to pull out of you. Depression doesn't have to, to be your story. Anxiety, this anxiety we got. And then we got these secret battlers of anxiety. And let me tell you something about that. I can always uh, identify people, especially leaders who battle anxiety. There are certain things um, that, that, that people do. They're like, for instance, one of the, the telltale ways is nail biting nail biting or or just doing something that that is done out of out of nervousness you know but but nail biting is is a is a flat out one hands down you know and and there's other things that we do that we try to keep these things secret and it's not about oh being so transparent and letting the world know your struggles because i know we can't let everybody know everything god knows i know that but how many of us are being real with god how many of us are being real with ourselves about these things that we are battling and struggling with day in and day day out? We're okay around people because we're able to mask. We're able to be distracted and forget about what we're going through. But the moment we get by ourselves, here come the enemy swooping in to, for the kill and ready to attack. You know, we're going through all kinds of things in our mind. It is time for us to take authority over these things by the power and the word of God. I want to read into you or talk about rather in your hearing. I guess I'll just I'll read it a little bit. It's um, Ephesians um, chapter six. And we're going to read just a few verses starting at um, uh, verse 13. And it says, wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girded about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And I, and I look at those fiery darts as you can look at them as the things that the devil is throwing at you. Especially how he's attacking your mind. And verse 17, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Amen. Teaching us the word, teaching us how, how to be, um, how to, how to put on the whole armor of God. Amen. That we may be able to stand against these attacks of our mind. The attacks of our heart. You have some people in your life, you know, some of y'all, they intentionally do things to hurt you. They they want to see you stuck in a place of depression and 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 feeling and feeling as worse as you can about yourself. And let's be honest, even some of the people of God, that so-called people of God, 
Amen. We we have people in our life that they they uh, reinforce the spirit of torment. They allow the enemy to even use them against us. And God knows I didn't plan to say this. Amen. But I I know. Amen. I the Holy Ghost is speaking, and I just give reverence at this time. Hallelujah. That is why we also have power and authority to set boundaries. We have power and authority to set boundaries. And a lot of times God is showing some of us that relationships have expired. Amen. But we still want to we still want to hold on to, to dead things. We still want to hold on to people, places, and things that don't mean us any good when God is showing us over and over and over again. It's time to let this go. It's time for you to move on. I have more for you. I have greater for you. I have better for you. So if this is you, amen, seek the Lord about what boundaries, not only some of us, we have boundaries, but we, we, we don't have, we don't um, have the power to enforce the boundary. How can we gather the power to enforce a boundary? Knowing by knowing who you are in God. By knowing, amen, the, the, the standard that God has for your life. Chaos is not the standard God has for our life. Dysfunction is not the standard God has for our life. Disorganization being disorderly and everything being in disarray is not the standard that God has for our life. Not having peace is not the standard that God has for our life. Isaiah 26 and 3 says that he will keep us in perfect peace. If we keep our mind stayed on him. Hallelujah. And it also talks about how we are to trust in him. Why would we want to keep our mind stayed on the Lord if we don't trust in him? So we have to really, really make God our all in all and stop just saying it. But we have to learn and, and really understand how to do this in order for us to maintain, you know, wellness in our mind. You don't have to be experiencing anxiety every day you don't have to be feeling depressed every day you don't have to be feeling less than about yourself every day there is amen like they say a light at the end of the tunnel and and that light is is jesus christ amen Amen. I love the scripture that talks about um, how and I believe it's in John 15 and how he says that Jesus is um, is the way, the truth and, and the life. I, I love that scripture because it talks about how, you know, he guides us. Amen. Him being our way. He, he should be the, the, the direction, not the fads and the, the latest trends that we see on social media, not the fads and the latest trends that we see from society, even from government and from TV. But we have to learn, amen, how to make our way, amen, conform to the ways of Christ. We want the blessings of God, but we don't want to go about obtaining those things in the manner that God has set for us to uh, obtain those things. Amen. So we talked about earlier, as we come to a close in a little bit, we talked about um, that spirit of torment. The purpose of the spirit of torment is to draw us away to, from Christ. Amen. It's to draw us away from also the promises and the blessings that God has, has uh, ordained for us. He has appointed these things for us. But sometimes we cannot experience these things because we don't have peace in our mind. We don't have. And if you don't have peace in your mind, you're not going to have. And that's an internal thing. Nobody can see that. Right. But it's going to create 
and cause you to not have peace externally as well. So you won't have peace in your home. You won't have peace on, on your job or in the marketplace, whatever you do. Amen. To, to make a living or to, to even your work throughout the kingdom. Peace in your ministry. Peace won't be anywhere if you don't have peace in your mind. Amen. And it will cause you to struggle. It will cause, and, and, and I'm not talking about struggle and not having. It will cause you to struggle and not being able to, to go about and conduct your life the way God has ordained and desired you to do. Amen. So talking about mental health and wellness, how to overcome. I said this earlier. Again, I'm going to share my testimony. I shared it a lot of times. I'll share it again. When I used to battle depression, one day, which came from my even my childhood, I was depressed. Went into adulthood depressed. Amen. One day, the Lord um, spoke a word that it was okay for me to, for you know, because I was battling. Lord, I'm a Christian. What um, Christians don't see no therapist. Christians don't take no medicine. And 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 God just gave me and um you know the okay to do that. It is okay to do that because you know what? Why? I, and I'm not a medication pusher, not at all. And I do believe that when you get on medication, whether it's for mental health crisis or for any a medical health crisis, you don't have to stay on it, and you shouldn't stay on it. With that being said, you know, I went to a therapist, I, I, I start taking medication, and what the Lord revealed to me was that that was the route for me to go because I wasn't stable in my mind. See, when you're not stable in your mind, you can't make sound decisions. You can't hear the voice and the leading of the Lord. You That's why sometimes, a lot of times, and God knows I'm not making no excuses, but some of you don't uh, receive correction and instruction. Let's talk about the struggles we go through as leaders. Amen. Where people are rebellious. People don't want to listen. They're stubborn and stiff-necked, at the, as the Bible call it. Because a lot of times they're battling mind issues. They're battling mental health issues. Amen. And just not even in your right state of mind to receive instruction and correction and love and guidance. Amen. So the Lord told me I was not even stable in my mind. And so once I began to take the medication, that really um, allowed me to uh, strategize with the help of the Holy Spirit to come up with a plan of attack. And my plan of attack was prayer and fasting. It was prayer and fasting because I said, Lord, I recognize this medication is a temporal thing. It's a temporary thing. I need something that's going to sustain me for the rest of my life because I think about if you think about the spirit of how when Jesus cast out the spirits of torment and the people were made whole what happened the bible talks about that when uh and let me get let me get that that um that that chapter how it talks about um how it talks about when um when when Jesus cast out the spirit that it came and the house was swept clean and it came back. If somebody can get it, put it in the chat because I got to go. <laughs> Amen. But it came, it came back um, to, to, to see, you know, if it could get back in. 
That's what happens to us. We talk about healing and deliverance. And healing and deliverance is great. But I just think healing and deliverance, getting healing and deliverance is just one of the first, one of the um the first steps. Because then we have to ask ourselves, how am I going to stay healed and, and delivered? Amen. And I'm looking up that scripture. It is um, Matthew 12, 43 and 45. He says, when the unclean spirit is going out of a man, he walketh through the dry places seeking rest and findeth none. Then he said, this is the unclean spirit speaking. He said, I will return into my house from whence I came out. And when he has come, he findeth it empty, swept and garnished. That's how he should find it. But some of us, we, we, we welcome it right back. God heals, God delivers, however he leads us to get it done, whether we're taking medication, we're seeing a therapist, we're using prayer fast. Now, I believe we got to use all of those things in some, in, in some situations. You assess, you allow God to lead you. Amen. But that was my plan of attack. Once I got stable in my mind, I was able to make a sound decision. I came up with, um, um, with the plan of attack by, you know, Lord, I'm coming before you at this time and I'm going to fast at on this day at that at this time i start arming myself with scriptures arming myself with the word of god so that when i felt uh, uh symptoms of depression when I felt, amen, that, that sadness just resting upon me out of no place, I would just begin to speak the word of God because it is power in the word of God. And the word of God, it is a yoke breaker. It is a chain breaker. Amen. So let the Lord give you your plan of attack. And, and speaking about true healing and deliverance, the Bible also tells us we are not to be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. When God bring us out, we got to know how to stay out. Not and it's not just going to be because you say, oh, I'm staying delivered. No, you. what are you going to do to make sure you stay delivered? Because trust and believe the enemy is coming back to see if he can gain a foothold in again. Amen. And the Bible talks about how the spirits come back seven times stronger. So the next time it's going to be even harder to overcome and to get delivered. And we know that the first time. Is very hard and, and, and it's very difficult even to submit and to, to give the level of sacrifice that it requires to be delivered. So I want to encourage you today that there is help, there is hope, amen. And most of all, there is help and hope in the power and the word of God and by and through prayer. And also because of what you're going through, I like like Job, like like God said, Job, he gave him double for his trouble. God is going to give you double for your trouble don't worry about oh i'm this and I'm, I'm i'm battling depression i'm battling this i'm battling that that does not make you less than hallelujah it's just building your testimony and another thing is going to build is your prayer life and it's going to build amen your your capacity to fast amen and so all of that is just going to draw you closer to god like 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 god said to like god like joseph said he said what was meant for his evil god turned it around for his good i believe what's meant for your evil for you to fall for you not to succeed for your ministry to fail god is going to turn it around for your good and i just i just encourage you be honest with the lord about these struggles be honest god i'm indecisive i can't i can't make a sound decision god i say one thing and i do another help me 
Help me. You know, we got to be honest. Go to God with humility. Go to God, amen, in a lowly state. And God will exalt us in due time. As y'all see, I can talk all day about the Lord, amen. But I thank and praise God for everyone who has tuned in, to everyone who will listen or watch the replay. I just want to pray us out and, and, and um, pray that you enjoy your day. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you. I praise you. Lord, we lift your name on high. Lord God, we thank you, oh God, for the topic today. We thank you for your word. Lord, we pray, oh God, that your power will rest rule and abide upon your people, that people will be healed, delivered, oh God, even saved in the name of Jesus. We pray, God, that yokes will be destroyed and broken. We pray, God, that strongholds, oh God, will be released in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we speak peace over your people we speak wellness we speak wholeness oh god in the mighty name of jesus we speak abundant life and life more abundantly god in jesus name we pray amen amen and amen you have a not just a blessed friday but a blessed weekend and meet us back here next week for life more abundantly podcast talk show god bless you